presidents to represent me. Yeah, I want the presidents to represent me. Sad boys. Yo, Jordan, you mind if I go in first on this one? Yeah, yeah. Sad boys like to talk about our feelings uh-huh. And we have a mission for you if the listener is willing what? With your help, we can reach the ceiling We can reach the high moon by noon With your review on iTunes Fly like balloons and make it into outer space yeah. But there's a certain set of stars you have to set in place what? My homeboy's cutting to the chase How can he come on, Jordan? Just go ahead and tell yeah. him how many uh, Five stars will be the number that you uh, should d- do To get the review and hear it do You said you could do this I want to I'm trying my best. I, I mean, I spent a couple of weeks reading these lyrics. Are they not good? You don't like it so far? Um, but one more. Give me one more. Let me do it again. Just one more? For 2018. Give me one right, more chance. Fine, you got one more. You got one more chance. Right. Just don't fuck it up this Here time. it comes. I got a good one. I got some bars. I all got right. bars. I got right. fire. Here, it's all you. It's all one, you. One, two, three, four, five bars. Lose yourself in the moment. That's, the mo- that's Lose Yourself by Eminem. It's close. It is very close, and I can see why you'd think it was Lose Yourself it's by Eminem. exactly the song. So far, yes. And for most, yeah, it is just. It is just Lose Yourself by Eminem. Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings. And, and making it to 20 episodes. Wow, it's a special episode today. We we made it to 20 episodes. They said we'd be dead by 15. <laughs> it was this. But we showed them because we made it to 20 clean episodes. Now, it sure would be embarrassing if we miscounted and we only had 19. We actually started indexing the episode numbers with zero. And so by that count, this is 19. But oh. through 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 number of episodes, this is the 20th. Yeah. And we've actually never canned an episode. I think that's kind of interesting. I always assumed that there'd be like one or two that for whatever reason, one of us was in a rush and we had to throw away and give another shot. But we've, I think released every episode of sad boys we've ever made except for the secret proto episode that does exist it does yeah have we talked about that before on the show uh, i don't think we have so before jordan and i so real quick today is a bit of a looser episode it's the 20th episode it'll probably be like a shorter one we're going to talk about hard questions we are going to celebrate 20 years of podcasting we make one every year uh, we should mention that we record them way in advance right. once every christmas yeah, yeah and yeah. we're just starting to release them I yeah, think. yeah yeah so we've got them we've got them booked for the next hundred yeah I'm, we're recording this in the early 20th century yeah, yeah it's true is, I, that, is that freeform jazz uh i'm not exactly sure what a podcast is yeah but i hear that they will be everywhere in a few hundred years and yeah i honestly hear that by making a podcast you could make tens of dollars which now in the area we live is thousands of dollars so for our topic we've each brought one hard question that we'll ask each other uh and the rest of the show should feel uh pretty normal just a little uh a little shorter than usual you know experimenting with time uh, if you're currently at home listening to the show or maybe at a store even better if you can find something like confetti that you can throw up in the sky to celebrate our 20th episode maybe throw it at somebody else in the store that i highly encourage it also if you're one of those people who's like an hour and a half i'm gonna listen to this at one and a half speed or 2x speed first of all you're a madman <laughs> where do you have to be yeah <laughs> what, are you, what are you in such a rush for nice second try. second dial that back down to 1x today we're, we're running at 1x speed. Yeah, we're running at 1x speed. We'll actually be talking at 1.5x, so you you can pull it back to 1. Yeah. So to jump back, there in sad... To reality? Oop, there goes there gravity. There goes gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Oop, there goes rabbity chokes. He's so mad, but he won't give up that easy. Nope. There is a... Sad Boys was actually founded with a podcast that is like episode negative one or episode zero of Sad Boys, yeah. where uh, we had a different idea for a different podcast. And we sat for two hours with microphones just mm-hmm. as a test. I believe with these very microphones we hold today. And we talked through the idea for Sad Boys. And we said we're not going to release it through some sort of milestone that we haven't figured out yet. Um, maybe it's 100 episodes. Maybe it's something specialer. More special. Sorry. No, specialer. That is, the, yeah, that's a word. So in that proto episode, right. we actually come up with the premise for Sad Boys because originally we were talking about doing a show called Talking White. Yeah. That was our initial intention because it was going to be, I mean, I know we touched on a lot of racial themes in this show, yeah. but initially the intention was we're going to do a show about racial themes and uh, racial identity and bias and stuff like that. And what we found over time is that the thing we enjoy is being open and sincere. Yeah. And, I mean, you'll hear this in the recording whenever we release it. We literally walk through the idea of, wait, you like that, right? And I go, well, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's and like, wait, like but that, there's right? like never any body to talk to. 
to about these things. We wanted accountability to do this kind of freeform, peculiar, emotional, perverse therapy. Yeah. Um, and then I believe you come up with the name Sad Boys as an offhand joke. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, this? yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. You say something along the lines of, uh, we're just two sad boys. And then I go like, Ugh, wait. <laughs> so it's funny right now that we're on a podcast talking about a podcast that literally no one has heard because we were there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as but, we've talked about in the past, every conversation recorded or non is a small podcast. That's true. Um, and every song is a bad small podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so today we'll be asking each other hard questions. But first, Jordan. How was your week? My week was actually pretty good. I filed my taxes. Oh, which I hear you're very late, my advisable. friend. But you uh, had a situation. Yeah, I am a immigrant boy, and by being an immigrant boy, things aren't typically all that simple and easy. And through a series of complications, it took a little longer than expected. Yeah, no. But once I, it was done, when you described it to me, I started bleeding <laughs> out of my tax forms let me uh, just for context it involves paper forms which for any of you privileged Ugh. first world americans unlike third world england um <laughs> you you you'll I assume be using TurboTax, but i use physical paper which is no fun uh but i got them filed the frustrating part was that i didn't know which stage in this like taxing funnel right <laughs> was pretty taxing <laughs> and you'll put in the laugh track there um, I think I gotta go. Actually, uh, no. But clap this has been a shorter once. episode of the show. Yeah, uh, I actually don't think I will continue hosting this. Oh, one. really? You consider yourself a host of the show? That's uh, interesting. I consider myself the hostess with some. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I'm the host with Jarvis. A bit, yeah. My friend. <laughs> I'm, I'm the hostess with a bit of it. Uh, but yeah, it's been good. And the frustrating part was that when I ended up like completing the process, I didn't think it was the last step. So right. I didn't get that like rush of catharsis. Yeah. And instead, about 24 hours later, I found out there was nothing more to do. And I just went, oh, <sighs> okay. Yeah. Neat. Like a little bit of relief there, cool. right? I, I'm not going to jail. That's good. I suppose. Yeah. That's, I do hate jail. That is a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Um, but Jarvis, yeah. almost nothing else happened in my week. Wow. I've basically just been working. And then... Uh, hey, that's okay. I wrapped it up with... A very nice day that we just spent together. Yeah. Uh, shooting some stuff for your YouTube channel. Yeah. And and having some chai. Going to a chai bar that I affectionately refer to as Chai Rack, which is maybe the funniest joke I've ever made in my entire life. It was a really good joke. <laughs> I'm like not, I'm like afraid to tell you it's good. The, so, for context, I sent this over to Jarvis this morning via text. I just said like, there's a chai bar we usually go to to do like some work. It's just down the street. And I texted Jarvis and was like, maybe we can meet at Chai Rack at one. That was just the offhand joke. The joke came to me in a dream. Really? I'm no way exaggerating. I woke up this morning, sweaty, we're just hitting spring, wiping my brow. Like, right. <gasps> Chai Town? No. <laughs> Chai Rack. <laughs> must text Jarvis. You know? Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad that that's your, uh, that's your instinct. And that pretty much encapsulates my week. A bunch of nothing, a bunch of busyness, and then a good time with my friend Jarvis in Chai Town slash Chai Rack. How about you, young man? How's your week? Yeah, so, um, well, first, my day, uh, it's Sunday, but first, it's Saturday, and I woke up at, like, 5 a.m. this morning, which was unexpected. No alarm? No alarm. It was a weird situation. Did I you also wake up screaming, Chirac? <laughs> I do recall an echo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why I was up, but I had to, like, wait for Phil's to open at 6, and then from then... I uh, had a little day morning of writing and doing some uh, scheduling and Instagram and Twitter thing Very for nice. later in the day uh, and um, planning to meet up with you, planning some of my day. Uh, so that's been good. And then this week has been, you know, a little bit of a reprieve from the normal uh, hustle and bustle, um, though, though there's been a lot of, you know, creative work on my end that I like was doing for work stuff just because we had some events going on and I couldn't get my normal YouTube cadence out. So that was like a little bit of a bummer, but I'm trying to mend that today. Mm. But overall... And you've been killing the game YouTube-wise, right? Two videos a week for two a Two videos weeks a now. week, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, I think we're going to be able to keep it up for the month of April. Um, knock on wood. Is that the goal, just April? Or? Just April, because it's pretty unsustainable cadence for me long-term, especially because I want to spend more time thinking about stuff. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit more premeditation. I think weekly is fine. Um, and most of the videos you've been putting out have just been like re-uploads from Netflix. Uh, it's true. Yeah. I, um, there's this movie, I don't know if you heard about it, um, 
The Godfather. Oh, sure. Yeah. Every it, human knows what it is. No, it's like an indie film. And mm-hmm. I just figured I would show some of my subscribers a three to five minute clip. That movie is surprisingly prescient. You know that whole scene where they're speaking in Italian at the dinner table? Mm-hmm. That's actually mostly about computer science. Yeah, I know. It was, it was actually what inspired me to get into it. I don't know Italian, but it came to me in a dream. <laughs> but it, it certainly felt like they were talking about computer I, science. I, 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 I woke up uh, in a cold sweat. You know, it's uh, the beginning of spring. Sure. So yeah. I, I wiped my brow <laughs> and I just said, it was foreign, Medici. <laughs> <laughs> I know Italian now. Yeah, it was super weird. So you produce some videos. You're getting chai with your buddy. I hung out with my chai friend. Uh, his name is Justin. Um, I don't know if oh, you know him. him yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean the most popular member of the podcast? Uh, yeah. He 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 does do the show. He does a side show. He's transcended both of us. He, the identity he, of Justin has transcended Jordan long it, ago. It's true because there's also this internal joke with some of our friends and our coworkers uh, that people mix us up. Some of is a very charitable way of saying every single one of them. Yeah. And uh, Justin is actually a fun way to refer to us both (laughs) without having to like decide whose name, uh, whose real name to use. Yeah. It's become the equivalent of going like, oh, hey, my man, what's up? Yeah. A nice safe gamble nickname. Justin. J-Dog. J-Dog. I know it starts with a J at the very least. It is. I, I know we're similar. And I know it's easy to mix us up in passing. Right. But I would say I get called Jarvis more than I get called Jordan. It's remarkable. Whoa. That's unexpected. I, I, in certain environments. I get called, you know, uh, <laughs> the other day um, I was at work and, uh, you know, we had filmed something for, for this work event. And I, I named the file um, Jordan, like, work event dot mov or whatever Mm -hmm. and i was searching it up to to show to people and i started typing my own name (laughs) and so i think i'm the villain in this story (laughs) wait it all starts with you the world ends with you jarvis do you ever play that game a little bit yeah it was one with the badge collecting i thought it was pretty cool um jordan hi this is a completely natural segue but what do you say we do a pin pal Oh, I would love to. For some reason, I forget that we have this segment on the show every week, and it's like a surprise Christmas every time. It is like uh, when you dangle keys in front of a kid, and they get really excited despite the fact that you've done it a million times. Jarvis is currently swinging his laptop in front of me, playing an audio file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh! Pen Pals is a segment where our fans can write in or send in audio files with a question, a thought about the last episode, a random thought that's popped into their mind. Basically, any way they'd like to communicate with us. We have open DMs on our Twitter. We have uh, an email address of which we read every single submission at sadboyspod at gmail.com. We've got a new website. Oh, yeah, we do. We haven't talked about this. We haven't talked about the website. Uh, There's a new website. It's sadboyspod.com. Calm. Yeah, boy. Can you believe that was available? It was. I had to actually wrestle it away from a very different podcast, <laughs> or it wasn't even a podcast. It was a. It was a pod. Oh, it was a time capsule. It was a. It with was a, two sad men inside. Yeah, it was. It couldn't be opened for for hundreds of years. <laughs> and added a main name inside. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, since we are from the Renaissance, yes. <laughs> we, I don't really know what any of these words mean, but we that do have now, a website. That is one hundred percent Sad Boys canon, by the way. True fans, I want to refer to us as in the early twentieth century. If they ever say anything else they're not realistic yeah, yeah yeah it's the year 1903 and i have a podcast <laughs> so if you need anything related to sad boys you need the episodes you need the contacts you need links to our stuff you want more information about the boys you want some cool photos of us damn straight go ahead and head on go ahead and head on over to sadboyspod.com do you miss when jordan used to shave his head because that's what all the pictures have you can remember <laughs> those beautiful days yeah, yeah, yeah. You i really see all I li- my scalp i like your hair now Thanks, Jarvis. Um, Shit, I have to leave the show. I'm not sad anymore. That made me too happy. It's the end. That compliment was too kind. I'm. It's, it's, na- it, now do you I am- hear that music from when a chest opens in Zelda? <laughs> now I da, am, but na, boy. Na, na. <laughs> da, na, na, I like your hair. Uh, it's it's just a it's just a hair mask like from Majora's Mask. <laughs> You're bald. <laughs> You've actually been wearing still this bald. <laughs> mask the whole time. So yeah, if you want to send us anything on your mind about. What sad boys means to you? Hit us up, pen pals. Today, 
I'll just let our pen pal introduce themselves. Hey guys, this is Frederick Weiss from the Thunder Nerds. That is thundernerds.io, the live audio video podcast that you can find on our website, thundernerds.io. <clears throat> plug, plug, plug. All right, Frederick, that's okay. absolutely enough. Now, it seems like that's the only, he just, he, we've been fooled. He just sent his social information. He just sent an ad and uh, that's the end of the file. We've been bamboozled. By the thundered nerds. God damn it, Frederick. Um, oh wait, there was a, an additional two minutes. Thank oh, okay, no, 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 there's still some more. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah, for a second there, I thought, you know, very clever, false ending. You no, know, no, like, unfortunately, we don't edit the show, so we couldn't have taken it out. There's no way. And you know how like in albums, sometimes there'll be a hidden song, but it's yeah. really just like a long track. Sure. Then you listen for long enough and it keeps going. Frederick left this... Uh, this pin pal an hour after his ad, so it's really an Easter egg. Hey, I've been listening to your show now for about, uh, I'd say, a little over four months, and I also wow. uh, consider myself time. an emotional pervert, which is uh, Pause it. Pause hashtag... it right now. Okay. Frederick, thank you so much for that. That is the most <sighs> validating thing I have ever heard in my entire life. I've never heard the phrase said out loud by any other human being. It's super weird that like you said that a while back, and now real people are repeating. It. Yeah, is that a crime? Did I do a crime? You are probably on the hook for this one if yeah, we all totally. go down. I, I deserve it, frankly. I mean, yeah. If this is the, the reward I get, though, real human beings submitting audio messages, incriminating themselves, saying the words emotional pervert, great. Remember, you can also refer to yourself as the sad boys fam, as fam of the boys. You could. Sure. Why would you want to, though? Uh, you know, just because, uh, <laughs> n no comment. Handle whatnot for a friend of the show. And I really enjoy what you guys do. We Aww. interviewed Charlie Marie back oh. in the day, and she was telling us about your show, and now I am hooked. Charlie! Anyway, uh, applaud what you guys do. Hold Love on. it. I didn't realize this. I didn't know that Charlie's talking about our show on podcasts. Dude, Charlie the Evangelist. Thanks, Charlie. So we got to plug Charlie's stuff. We do. So that was part of the financial deal. She Venmoed us and promoted our show. Yeah, there, there's weirdly a contract has emerged from the <laughs> audio file. Uh, so if you don't know Charlie Marie TV, she is a YouTuber and designer and podcaster. Overall, wonderful human being. You can find her on YouTube at Charlie Marie TV, where she does a lot of lifestyle design advice stuff. She's put up a, a video every week for the past four years. Good Lord. It is incredible. And... Uh, she has a podcast called Design Life, I believe. FM, designlife.fm, I think. Check that out. Charlie, you're the best. We've still got to have you on the show. You know what? She's going to be at VidCon. And so are we. We've got to make that happen. Hey, if anybody else is at VidCon, go ahead and send us a message. Maybe we can all hang out. Drink some Bloody Marys, because we'll be hungover, am I right, dude? Right, dude! Ha-ha! Hey. He clapped himself. I'm actually trying to He slapped drink. his own hand. I'm actually not trying to drink too much but um you know i can like pretend to be hung over if i just want to hang out with everybody yeah 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 uh, you, have, you have to you have to be hung to hang oh god I'm such that a party it. animal Woo! right oh yeah, he clapped his own penis. hand again yes he keeps Woo! just smacking his own hand to make it seem like i agree with him yeah Woo! That's, all right what's that justin's cooler than jarvis yeah <laughs> right yes you're confusing the listeners the magic of podcasting. All right, let's keep this going. But check out Charlie Marie TV. She's a fan of the boys. Faux show. And you are pretty awesome. Uh, you too, Jordan. And I really yes. uh, want to ask you, you a question. And wait, 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 wait. Let's listen to that again. And you are pretty awesome. Uh, you too, Jordan. Uh, that's yes. Outrageous. That makes up. That makes up for the emotional pervert part. <laughs> Great, yeah. <laughs> Your gift is that you get actively called awesome. I just get an offhand reference to a terrible thing I said. Right, as it should be. Thanks, See what your perspective is on this point. We had a guest on the show the other day named Quan Luo, and she brought up an interesting tidbit about jealousy. Ooh. She read this article that said think of jealousy as a friend which made me go eh, but then i started to accept what she said and let my frontal cortex absorb it and i thought yeah that is pretty interesting so jealousy as a friend so don't think of it as the green monster yet think of it as a way to clearly indicate what you want who you want to be um points of goals that you want to achieve so when other emotions could be fuzzy and 
kind of vague, you could easily reach to jealousy as a clear indicator of the things that you truly desire and want out of life. So I want to know what you guys think. Uh, do you have a sad boys with a Z point of view on it? Hit me up, yo. Now, who is playing Jealousy in Infinity War? Is it... Oh, because uh, Microflow, I believe, is still on board. Okay, because so, it's uh, definitely Ed, in the MCU. Yeah, because Ed Norton played him, obviously, the, in the, the original It's the big green remake. monster, right? And then there was the Ang Lee version, which is actually pretty underrated. Highly recommend checking it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's coming back. Um, you won't like him when he's slightly perturbed by the fact that you're doing better than him in a like certain career path. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you won't like him when he's looking longingly at you as you experience an emotion that he finds really hard to access. Yeah, you won't like him when he's dressed similarly to you, but clearly with, like, higher quality clothing. You won't like him when he was wearing a lot of clothes, but suddenly isn't. The jolk. But he's still got on purple pants. <laughs> he's still wearing a little pair of purple pants. Jealousy yeah. is the thing with purple pants. That's a sad boy's with a Z opinion right there. Yeah, no. There we go. We close it out. We say nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to think... Of jealousy, not as the big green monster, but as Mark Ruffalo. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's beautiful. Think of it as a friend. And, of course, Mark is a personal friend of ours. Right, right, right. People don't know that. Um, I really like the phrasing jealousy as a friend. It, I, I kind of read the statement he was making as, like, jealousy almost like a counselor. Yeah. What it seems like it might be trying to say is that we feel this feeling of jealousy, right? And that's, like, such a bummer, and we, like, usually will just sit with that and call it a day. What Frederick is saying and what this guest of Thunder Nerds is saying is use that jealousy constructively and allow that to illuminate to you what these other feelings are that, yeah. that are normally pretty like fuzzy and hard to describe. I think it can be very easy to take any kind of negative emotion. I mean, let's take the most obvious one, physical pain. Oh, if I was... you are experiencing physical pain, it's usually an indicator that you need to do something to address that kind of physical pain. Oh, yeah. Right? That's true. There's certain kinds where it's hard to distinguish, but ow, my leg hurts. I shouldn't be sitting like that. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe instead of identifying that jealousy is a thing you shouldn't feel and then generating guilt out of that jealousy, right, right, you should right. instead say, well, I'm jealous that Jarvis has that jacket. I guess I would like to buy a jacket like that as opposed to it's not fair that Jarvis has that jacket when I want the jacket. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's really illuminating, actually. I, I, I to, to offer my opinion as, you know, 100% of the sad boys. And Jordan Excuse? is here too. Um, I'm going to try to treat jealousy like a friend and ask it those questions when I feel it. Like I'm going to try to accept jealousy, even though it's probably not going to be pleasant initially, and try to try to use that to like illuminate what I'm longing for. Because I think when I'm jealous, it's because someone else has something that I want, and then it's like, oh, well, why do I feel that way? Because I don't feel that way when someone gets everything that I want. Sure. I mean, in a lot of ways, like, and maybe this is just me. Let me know if this balances on your end but i've always felt like jealousy is kind of like the inverse of complacency like oh. if i'm comfortable and things are going my way i don't need to feel jealous because what would i be using that jealousy for right i almost kind of feel like feel like envy is unusable jealousy does that make sense oh interesting like jealousy is the practical version of envy i would say in most cases if you're envious of something I and mean, it's hard to make the distinction everybody has their own definition but i'd say that envy puts you in this position of like oh i wish i was that person Whereas mm. jealousy, to me, always feels a little more tangible. You can taste jealousy in a way you can't with envy. Like, oh, I'm jealous that that person's doing that. Why don't I do that? Why am I not able to do that thing? Right, right. Um, and treating it like a friend, I assume, would it be instead of, oh, it's not fair that I don't have that thing, it would instead be like, why don't I have that thing? Like, I'm jealous that Jarvis... I'm jealous that Jarvis is clearly having such a good time at this party that we're both at. Right. Why is Jarvis having such a good time? Like the non-actionable version of it, the more envious version would just be me going, not fair that Jarvis is. Or I even, hate Jarvis. Yeah, because it can create like a resentment. Oh, yeah. Displacing but, the resentment is really dangerous. But, but then there is that question. It's like, okay, why, why is Jarvis happy? But also, why do I care about Jarvis in this moment? Why yeah. do I care about like what Jarvis is able to feel that I'm not able to feel? Because if you were having a good time, yeah, it's like it's like you said. If you were taking action or if you were like having a good time or making an active effort to have a good time, then maybe you wouldn't even notice that I was having a good time, you know? Damn Frederick, you knocked it out of the park, mate. I mean we've talked about doing an episode on jealousy for a while. Yeah. It's I, still coming. I think the only blocker is I want another person 
with some specific experiences. Mm. Um, I mean, mainly I want somebody to come on and say I'm jealous of this incredible podcast that you have with such a loyal following of emotional perverts. And It would be cool to have on someone that either of us has been jealous of in the past. Oh, that's a fucking great idea. Uh I mean, there's 45 people I can think of immediately. Oh, perfect. Yeah. What we know of. Yeah. All right. So thanks, Frederick. You've inspired a episode of Sad Boys to come in the future. Thanks, young Freddy. Can I call you Freddy? Because I'm going to. He doesn't really matter what you say. He's just going to do whatever he pleases. It's kind of his thing. Yeah. He's going to mostly not acknowledge me on the show, Frederick. Oh, I was talking about you. Oh, okay. (laughs) So thank you very much for uh, sending us a pen pal, Frederick. For those who want to be like the cool thunder nerd over there and uh, send us a pen pal, Jordan, where can they do that? Oh my God, there's so many places. Um, Okay, let me get up my list. Russell, Russell, Russell. Uh, You can go over to our Twitter at SadboysPod where we have open DMs. You can go over to our brand new website and then you'll put in horns that play. (laughs) Yeah, no, it plays not over me saying it. (laughs) I say the thing and then the horns play for 45 seconds. It is the seconds. theme song to Harry Potter. <laughs> brand new website. Duh, 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 duh. Exactly. Uh, you can head over to our brand new website, which has all the information you need, or you can send an email over to sandboyspod at gmail.com. Alternatively, if you want to get a little weird with it, you could even just tweet it at us straight to the account. It doesn't have to be a day man if you want it to be public. Do whatever you got to do. Be like Frederick. Know you want to do it and just do it. Yeah, make it happen. So we've got a topic today where we're asking each other hard questions. Hell yeah. Which we'll get to right after the break. Boom. And now a very special presentation from Inside the Actors Studio. Hi, I'm Tony Award-winning playwright Lin-Manuel Miranda, and I play Jordan Cope on the podcast. And I'm 45,000-time Academy Award winner Meryl Streep. And we're here today to talk to you about something very close to our hearts. Yes. Because despite the fact that our podcast, Sad Boys, generates over $400,000 per episode, we're always looking for new iTunes reviews. Leaving us an iTunes review is the most impactful way that you can support the Sad Boys in 2018. You're absolutely right, actress of a generation, Meryl Streep. An iTunes review is truly the highest compliment you can pass. Just leave us a five-star review. Tell us about your experience. Share your feelings when you listen to the podcast. And we really can't emphasize that it does need to be a five-star review to really matter. If it's less than five stars, you will no longer be able to hear Hamilton. And you will no longer be able to perceive any of the work by perhaps the most preeminent creator of our generation, Meryl Streep. Thank you for your time. This has been a very special presentation. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back. It's me, Jarvis Johnson, and I'm American. Um, are you, like, what reason would you have to impersonate me? I'm just thinking, like, sorry, can we put the mics away for just a minute? Yeah, of course. I'm just thinking, like, maybe it seems like people like you. Uh, you know, uh, Frederick said that nice thing about you and kind of was not that excited to be talking okay. to me. And I'm thinking maybe if I were to be you or to start sounding and acting a little bit more like you, people might. So I could just be Justin still, but I'll do like an American accent. Maybe people would like that. Um, howdy. How, howdy, par- partner. That's the most unlikable thing you've ever done. You, you're kidding me. Kiss my grits because of I'm American. So. Um, pretty, pretty good. If you think you are far too proud of yourself. Yes, I am smiling because of my good accent. So we have a topic today. It's hard questions. Yeah, baby. I'm ready to go. Uh, yeah. So basically, Jordan pitched me this idea. We're going to each ask each other one hard question. Uh, kind of one of those, like, you know, if you could choose to live a thousand years, but not... <sighs> yes or no? <laughs> if you could you, choose to live a thousand years. You know those questions that are like... Which would you choose, love or trust, or uh, you know, would you, or video game? Or, yeah, I don't know. The, I'm giving really bad examples. How about uh, you just start with your question, Jordan, for me? Yeah, should I just kick it off? I'll set the stage. All right, set the stage. I mean, I'm ready to go ham. If you're ready to go ham, um, I you keep saying that. <laughs> And I'm hungry. I, okay, I I'm glad that I've uh, clarified that it's about food. <laughs> Sorry, this is nothing to do with the question. <laughs> You've been to ham, right? I'm ready to go ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's. Okay, so we, so we've gotten a ham. Okay, I got a full ham. Didn't cook it. Ate it. Ate it in one bite. Um, in fact, I do want to quickly say before I jump into the question, 
Um, you do not know what my question is. I do not know what your question is. Right. And listeners are more than welcome to answer the questions themselves. In fact, I would encourage it for this week's. Yeah, episode. they can answer it instead of me, actually. So, yeah. so you just go ahead and ask your question <laughs> as listeners. Might, in fact, we're, we're going to ask two hard questions. Neither of us will answer. <laughs> right. Don't we'll, DM them to us. Just answer them at home. We'll pick, we'll pick ourselves back well, no, up. We've got mics in most of our listeners' homes. Young Jarvis. Yes. For a little context on my question, I hope you don't mind me saying. Right. But you're, you're a single man, right? I am. You're That's a, true. You're a man of the singledom. You're a bachelor. Right. You're a bachelor. You're a pad, all that kind of stuff. I'm I'm a full bachelor pad. <laughs> uh, which is kind of the context for the following question. Are you ready? Uh, is that the hard question? <laughs> yeah, that was the hard question. Are you ready? Um, uh, yeah. Shit. Um, wow, that really wasn't that hard, huh? You kind of yeah. nailed it. Uh, yeah. The, uh, my hard question is, which personal flaw do you believe has prohibited you from finding a long-term relationship? Ooh. Which personal flaw has prevented me? And if you need help, you know I have a living Google Doc of all of the flaws that I believe you have. <laughs> right, right, right. It is always being updated, Extensive. which is even when your both hands are in places that aren't your keyboard. <laughs> oh yeah, I've hired contractors. <laughs> okay, um, I think I, I'm ready to get. I'm ready. You ready to go ham? Oh, we going ham? I just ate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I have this flaw where I will be like pining after someone, and then things get close to serious and then i drift away like i think something like changes in my brain where i want the i want someone to like me and then once they like me i like don't need it anymore oh it's like binary i've gotten the uh validation yeah it doesn't it's not like uh you know it's like i've had successful relationships uh well i guess <laughs> no relationship is truly successful because it either ends in uh breakup or death <laughs> just cut the show there cut, and when i say cut the show i mean the, the series no more episodes after that. we wrapped sad boys god wow what a statement that would be um no but but what i mean is that like i've had you know very fulfilling relationships sure. um but I think that sometimes I don't know until I'm like closer to uh, defining a relationship with someone that I do I realize if if something is just me and my own like want to be accepted and liked yeah versus like uh, like a deep connection with with someone because in, just in terms of like oh is this a friend or is this a romantic partner type thing like I have a, I I like can recognize that I have a connection with someone. And I can recognize that I'm like attracted to someone and I want to be around them. Sure. But it's not until I'm like, tr even when I project like, oh, could I be in a relationship with this person? I'm like, totally. It would be great. And then until I'm like at that moment, like sort of the who swerves first type two cars driving at each other situation. I Which is usually your third or fourth date. <laughs> yeah. You like to add a little bit of flair and thrill. Yeah. It's, I, I'm, <laughs> you I'm a big a fan Honda of the Civic. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> you sit at two ends of Pier 39 and you just start driving. I just, it's things, it's all about familia. <laughs> <laughs> Which you scream as you drive towards them. <laughs> well, I have a megaphone on top of my car. <laughs> it's all about my family. <laughs> it's all about my family. I have Vin Diesel standing on top of my car. Um, Do you find that there is a particular point in the time? timeline where that happens does it correlate to time at all has it happened on the first date the 12th i think typically it's like there's like a feeling of things being realer than i like mm. it's like they're not they're not real when you're in like the dating stage because as like for me at least the defense mechanism because i don't want to put all my chips in on something that like might not pan out right yeah and uh and so there is a certain point after which things start to feel like real and I essentially like the cards get turned over and I like want to fold. It's like I either fold or I like go all in. And it, well, with that kind of language, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you're talking about either committing or is commitment the fear? It's not, I don't necessarily have a fear of commitment. It's really just like uh, I can't sometimes tell like in my own head, mm -hmm. the difference between being attracted to someone and enjoying time with them versus like actually wanting to enter a serious like relationship with them. What do you see as the distinction between those two things? I don't know. I think presumably the person you'd want to enter a long term relationship with would also have those traits, right? So You're attracted true, to them true, and you want to right. spend time with them. Yeah, but it's like for me there's something different. Like um if I have a friend and they're very and I'm like attracted to them, that doesn't equal relationship to me. Mm -hmm. It's like it kind of has to do with like compatibility, like long term compatibility ability or at least how I you know presume that would like work out in my head and um and 
a little bit of projecting a future with them. Yeah, I see that. And it's not until like sort of the 11th hour. It's like when you flip a coin and you're like, all right, we can't decide on a pizza. So pepperoni is going to be heads and cheese is going to be tails. Let's flip it. And then when you see the result and it's tails and you're like, ooh, ooh, now I know I wanted pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> when that's pepperoni without cheese. <laughs> you're, Specifically, what you're talking about is a sandwich. <laughs> Specifically, I want I want a piece of bread with with some some pepperoni on top of it. You know the classic dilemma. You're sitting around. You're like, I know I can have two ingredients that create this whole pizza. Bread is a must. <laughs> right. No. no sauce in either scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's more like uh, sometimes you want to go with a plainer pizza. Yeah, uh, but um. Well, it's interesting that you specifically mentioned the idea of you, you know you're hesitating and you know that that thing is not appealing. Right. But I, I still am not sure what the thing is. And I say that as somebody that 100% empathizes with everything you're saying. I am in exactly the same position. Right. Uh, but what I struggle to articulate, and I think what you're also struggling to articulate, is what is that fear? Like, what is the thing you're avoiding by not entering that relationship? Right, Because right. It, there is no binding contract, right? It's yeah. not the case where, oh, I've got to make the choice at some point, but ooh, just in case I'm going to pull back this time. Yeah, yeah. What you're consciously saying is this is a person I am attracted to and enjoy spending time with, but I'm not going to commit because if I do, X happens. And that X yeah, factor yeah, yeah. is what I always get lost in. Yeah, so X Factor is a reality television show yes. hosted by Simon Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> hosted by him, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's hosted by somebody. Simon Cowell's there too. Yeah, that, I mean that's your relationship. If you host any reality TV show, especially with Simon Cowell, it's like eh, Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell's kind of hosting. He hosts it from his seat. You got to spend there. Um. So for me, I I I'm really wary of playing with somebody's feelings, and I'm afraid of leading someone on. Like with something that I don't feel like in my heart is like gonna make it. Uh, and uh, so, are you waiting for some other sensation? Like you've got, I'm attracted to you and I like spending time with you, but I feel like there should be more for me to commit. It's almost like I think there's a couple things, like because I've committed before, right? And and uh, it's I th hmm. Okay, here's another analogy. Have you ever uh, have you ever like looked at the clock and seen like that you have ten minutes to be somewhere? Mm -hmm. And then, like, been like, oh, I've got 10 minutes. Like, oh, it's 4.49. Uh, I have to be somewhere at 5. It's it's not even that close to that time yet. Sure. And and I, you know, transit, I can get there instantly. So I don't even have to leave until 4.55, which is, like, in 50 minutes from now, you know? And then it's like, oh, no, that's in, that's in six minutes. And then when it gets up to the minute, you realize, oh, I needed to leave, like, five minutes before I even looked at the clock in the first place. This sounds like the ramblings of a completely insane serial killer. Oh, no. But... Yes. Oh, <laughs> this you're you're describing my every single day. Oh, okay. Because because so so basically, when I enter into like when I start dating someone and I like project my life out with them, mm -hmm. I'm like, cool, things are looking good. Uh, and then there's a certain point after which it's four fifty six, and I'm like, oh, like I uh, and I'm like, oh, I. This isn't right. I didn't realize until now because for some reason now my like vision is like a little bit clearer and I don't actually like see this like working in the long term or at least not to the like, I don't feel confident enough about it to like make that commitment. So it, in this to pull back to the analogy, that point of reassessment would be like the 455. Yeah. You reach 455 and then you go like, oh, shit, I totally thought that this could run for longer. Ugh. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Or, or, or like I'm usually when I'm dating, I'm like gathering information. I'm trying to learn how things would work in the long term. True. And there's only a certain amount of information that you can gather. Like there's like a certain timeline, right? Like you can't bake the relationship indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, or at least, at least for many of the, the people that I've dated, it's not like they're down to like wait indefinitely for you to like make up your mind. I don't think that's a thing, right? And so like people in relationships develop a different point. So it may be that I'm just not ready and and like the trigger's been pulled. Like you've had the like I want to be serious conversation and yeah. you're one of them isn't ready or like able to take take the plunge. Like it's kind of like that. But I think um I'm just worried that I do that in a self-destructive way where there like isn't a right person. Like I could be head over heels for somebody and then like things start to get real and then I'm like 
wait, no, I'm not into this, but I, I was along the way. So like, that's my sort of, that's my fear. And I think that that trepidation is, is a flaw that like kind of prevents me from like jumping in and probably prevents me from experiencing things that would otherwise be like really beneficial. Yeah. Do you also share this experience? I almost universally know after one to two times hanging out with someone that this is not a permanent thing. Mm. You, I, I, I don't believe, at least not in my adult life, that I've ever been in a relationship where it was a fluid conversation, where I was like, oh, is this, the, do I, or don't I? No, it's usually just a case of this feels like a three month be a year. Um, so you're making me think of like the Hang the DJ episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I know like what you described, I felt that in my heart. And I have still, like, continued to, like, oh, well, maybe. Right. Your instinct was battling with your optimism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, is that, am I giving this a fair shake? Oh, maybe this was, like, off because of this thing. And then I, like, give it a lot more time. And then I end up in the situation where I, like, feel like I'm leading somebody on. And I'm like, well, I just wanted more. I just wanted to be more sure. And now this seems, like, way more serious. Like, I don't know. I don't know. No, I think that's totally valid. No. I think you owe it to yourself this is the philosophy i try and employ and i say try because i fail it all the time but i believe that we owe it to ourselves to hold ourselves to an expectation that we deserve the holy shit no doubt in my mind yeah yeah, like yeah. that's the people i see that i know in the happiest relationships all express that and that's not to say that it's mutually exclusive from we argue and we have occasional rough patches right right it's just always the genesis is always i knew after 20 minutes that this was the most exciting person I had ever met or spent time with. And if you're willing to compromise on that, I think you know, you're, you're playing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like for sad boys, for example, um, what, I don't know. Well, you had six other hosts before me. Yeah. Me and Scott Pilgrim got together and, <laughs> and battled away all of the hosts until we found, until we found you. Yeah. Mark Marin did sad boys for the first 15 episodes. Yeah. It was weird. And then we had Chris Hardwick and then we had Pete Holmes. <laughs> and then each of Mark Marin's cats <laughs> one at a time. We had John Gabrus's dog, Arthur. <laughs> yeah, so Sad Boys actually was like that. Um, I feel like we were back and forth about ideas for the show, and then the other idea we were exploring was really hard. But then when we came up with this show, it just like clicked into place, you and now it like yeah. sort of becomes a part of your life, and you're like, no, 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 that's just the thing that we always did. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's weird to think back to like before it existed. Yeah, we, we're so comfortable with this show now. We, we have such a nice relationship with it. We have a couple kids. We have a mortgage. Yeah, yeah We yeah. don't think back to the courtship days yeah, of yeah, Talking yeah. White. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, we, I mean, Talking White is one of like five different shows. Yeah, we've, we've, we've been, you know, marinating on that for a long time. And now which 20 is, eppies deep. Yeah, and by the way, uh, marinating is is what it was called when we had to oh, hoist Mark, Mark Marin from, <laughs> from the host chair. <laughs> yeah, um, we were marinating. So, I have a question for you, Jordan, and and oh, it's not hard, is it? I have a mm, well. <laughs> my question for you: uh, uh, I hope that you are a person with regrets. That's the the premise that I'm gonna leave this with. Okay, that's mean. Uh, <laughs> no, I hope I hope that you're one of those people who's not like everything in my life contributed to where I am today, yeah, so I yeah, wouldn't yeah. change anything. I'm just we're not gonna talk about your whole life. Sure. We're just gonna talk about the last month. Okay, what is like? If you could take something in the last month that was bad mm -hmm. and make it good, describe that for me and, and what you would change. Shit, that's a really good one. That's Frankly, it's hard. I mean, did you hear my bit about Mark Maron? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have something. Lay it on me. Uh, so this is actually something I was going to talk about in a follow-up episode we were going to do about health. But uh, I'll drop it now just because in the last uh, week, in fact, Wednesday of this week, um, I struggled with something very specific. And the way that I handled it, I was okay with, but there are certain things I would have liked to have done and ways I could have brought more people into my world by doing this. Um, so the specific event that I'm referring to uh, is a day that I just woke up really, really depressed. Okay. Like old school, all American depressed. Uh, mm. Largely chemical, no real conditioning. A few yeah. events surrounding it had, had kicked me off, but I was very, like... Uh, intense and manic the day prior and then I woke up just miserable I, oh. I couldn't get out of bed I was 
crying from the moment I wake up. And then I was at, again, we're going back to the well of Jordan Cope is either in bed at work or at Phil. <laughs> so I woke up in bed crying. You, now you are a NPC. Of course, then I go to bed, I sleep for an hour, at which point you're welcome to rob my shop. <laughs> a lot of the time I find people will put a bucket over my head and then right. steal all the things. So anyway, um, you're crying. But I was crying. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I woke up, I was, it was really miserable. And then I uh, went over to Phil's and I found myself just standing in Phil's slapping myself in the face trying not to cry and I, for the life of me i didn't know what it was still don't really but you know that's one of the things i, I struggle with when it comes to depression and i'm right. sure a few listeners do as well is i constantly search for validation for justification of why right I'm right when being miserable can be its own cause yeah you know, of course of course matter don't let it generate guilt um yeah. so i got stuck in this place for a while and uh interestingly enough the day before i had taken a surprising number of walks with friends to walk them through something they were struggling with. Um, uh, I believe with three different friends who were each struggling with something completely unrelated and I got to just take a little walk with them. We all work in the same office. It was, right, right. It was nice. And one of the things I appreciated was that it, it gave me insight into my friends' lives in ways that I wouldn't normally. Right. Like we work pretty busy lives. We hang out maybe socially one to two times a week yeah. with our friend group. And as a result, I don't spend a lot of time just talking sincerely. Yeah. Um, and when this day hit me, I spent a lot of the day avoiding it. To be totally frank, I had dashed to the bathroom maybe four or five times just to cry it out. I yeah. really couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Oh, man. And eventually it resulted in uh, me and um, a good friend of mine, uh, my manager, Bremner, going on a walk where I expressed it to him. And he was very helpful and he was very sincere and he was very open. My regret is, is that I should have done that with a few more people. Mm. I remember walking out of that that experience and thinking, well, not only did that help me with the experience I'm having right now, but I feel closer to Bremner as a result. And I, right, I right, respect right. his willingness to be so open and sincere and re react quickly and be empathic. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, shit, a bunch of my friends did that to me the other day. And when push came to shove, I just kind of crapped out and then went home early. Like, yeah. In a perfect world, I would have loved to have taken a walk with them and for them to see me in that version of myself. I know yeah, on yeah. the New Year's episode of this very podcast, I apologize to the fan base for, yeah. for pulling back emotionally and not being open and sincere. And that's something I've been working on since. Right. And that would have been the perfect opportunity. I mean, I can tell people now. I can tell you. I can tell people on the podcast. I can tell these friends yeah, that I yeah. had that day. Totally. But the hardest thing to do, which I didn't do, is actually show it to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, that's been on my mind a little bit. Yeah. Um, specific conversations I wished I could have had while that Jordan was out to play. Right, right. Yeah, I think, um, I think, you know, I totally empathize with that situation. I think I've been in that situation as well. You know, you, you have some stuff going on and you, like, can't be who you want to be for who you want to be it for. Yeah. And... Uh, you were one of the people I wanted to take a walk with. Oh, yeah. Um, it, was, it was 3D specific people i won't name the other names i don't know if they want to be on the pod or not but um i remember thinking wow i need to talk to somebody about this because i'm yeah. probably going to go home right i i have uh tear stains all over my shirt yeah, and I, yeah. I look like shit um but i remember thinking that jarvis would be the perfect person to talk to and i just didn't i remember just like kind of losing the momentum of my day and being home going to bed early before i could even remember yeah, what had yeah. happened and, and and all, all I'll say is because I've been in a similar situation and you kind of just have to like forgive yourself because you're sort of – you mentioned it being chemical. Like it, you just couldn't – it's like, uh, sorry, I couldn't go on a walk. Uh, my legs were – broken <laughs> <laughs> but couldn't you try harder to walk yeah, yeah, yeah. use your hands it's like no i was just like bleeding out <laughs> and uh sorry i couldn't i had would have to drag myself by my elbows i would have loved to have come to your party but unfortunately i died and was in the river sticks yeah, yeah, yeah and so and so when you think of it like that you're like oh okay well that seems like a legitimate excuse so why is it not yeah you know on on the flip side so uh, you, you were you were dealing, you were healing, um, you were dealing drugs specifically. I was dealing drugs, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I should mention this is all code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I, is all... I sold drugs to Bremner, and I thought to myself, I should have sold drugs to Jarvis and yeah, all the other yeah, yeah. It's true, it's true. Um, sell drugs to your friends. That's the moral. Um, <laughs> that's what you would change. Welcome to Sad Boys. Welcome to Sad Boys. <laughs> sell drugs to friends. So, I mean, my only my only takeaway for you is just to say, hey, man, you're doing fine. Thanks, dude. Yeah, and and you know, next time. There will be an opportunity to give it a shot, and you can 
test the waters. But if it's not, if it doesn't happen next time either, that's okay too. You know? Thanks, man. I will, I will uh, keep that in mind. Who knows? Maybe we can record an episode next time. Get really weird. Oh, that would be very weird. I believe we were actually scheduled. I, I moved that recording because mm. of that. And uh, I don't know if I regret that. I think that would have just been too much work for you. It would have mm. been a four-hour episode. Of oh, yeah. No, I mean, incoherent. like, I'm up to the... If it, like, if we... If it's an experiment, though, and it's not even... We'll just hit record <laughs> and, like, have the conversation. Wrap it around a... Uh, on a very special episode of Sad Boys. We bring <laughs> you live... piano music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nice. So... We had some hard questions. We did. And even harder answers. <laughs> and hard bodies. <laughs> like, like, uh. We've been doing ups the like entire we're, time. We're, just call us Jealousy, because we're the big green giant. <laughs> big green envious monster. Played by Mark Ruffalo. Oh my goodness. Jarvis, if I want to send in a sincere and open letter for us to mercilessly mock and destroy any value of, how might I go about doing that? Um, well, if you want to do that, uh, please don't, but. If you really have to, then you can find us on Twitter at SadboysPod. You can find us on the internet at SadboysPod.com. Hell yeah. You can uh, send us an email at SadboysPod at gmail.com. And that's about it. Uh, if you look into the mirror and scream Justin three times, one of us will appear. Who Nobody's knows which? Done it yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Oh, he's gone. Oh, Jesus. Hey. Wait. Hey. hey. Sorry, I ran back. Oh. What just happened? I turned up at Sarah Lamb's house. Weird. It's crazy. In the UK, I had to fly back. Now, Jordan, if if people like aren't getting enough of Sad Boys mm. and they they just wanna they just wanna follow the good all the American hosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> the good half American, half British hosts. Yep. Um, God, there's so many locations. Yeah. I mean, the best one possible would probably be. At Jarvis on Twitter. I mean, let's oh, be candid. All right, yeah. <laughs> it's not me. That's true. Frederick's confirmed my greatest fear. No, but uh, you can follow Jordan at Jordan Adika. That's Jordan spelled the normal way. A-D-I-K-A. That's me. One word. Um, I've been trying to tweet more. Not been doing a great job of it. Throughout I'm enjoying a pretty it. pretty exciting Dragon Ball Z tweet this morning. Yet to receive any I'm traction. I'm having a good time. I got to go like that. Not loving that. Um, I appreciate that, Jarvis. I just, to be candid, it means nothing to me. Oh, weird. It says this like Twitter it. has been suspended. Huh? Oh, oh, because of all the hate speech. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay. Unrelated. I uh, see. Two Dragon Ball Z characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, I, I can't believe some... you'd say that about Captain Ginyu. <laughs> yeah, I have some pretty, cunning, uh, some pretty cutting blue terminology I came up with for Saiyans. Don't want to say it on the podcast, but it's pretty wow. rude. Uh, but yeah, you can follow us there. You can also, if you like, you could subscribe to the show. And if you want to get really crazy, I've got a hard question for you. What's that? Will you leave a five-star iTunes review, please? Uh, I won't because I think it's cringy when people leave reviews of their own stuff. But if you would like to, on my behalf, listener, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Also, we're on Spotify. I don't know if you can leave reviews there. We're also on other places, too. I don't know. Leave a review anywhere. We're on Spotify? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on Spotify. Cool. We're on go. Google Play. You can put us in a playlist with all of your favorite songs. Yeah, they're doing podcasts now. It's like a whole thing. Play it at a party. Yeah. <laughs> put put one episode of... This is the homework this week. Put one episode of Sad Boys inside a Spotify playlist you have, then play it at a public event, and whenever the episode starts playing, see how long until somebody turns it play off. Play the episode where I'm rapping and see how long it takes people <laughs> to realize it's not real music. <laughs> it's not real. We end every episode of Sad Boys with a particular phrase. You want to kick it off, or shall I? I, uh, I think I, I think I got this one. All right, you ready? You want to do some kegels, or you ready to go? Um, no, I, I stretched before this. Okay. We love you, and we're sorry. Boo, 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 boom, boom. <laughs> it's that's the end of the this show. So stupid. <laughs> it's a bad podcast <laughs> by two bad boys. <laughs> what kind of bad boys? <laughs>